Hey guys, it's Keith. I wanted to share some mini episodes with you because I want to be there to help encourage and support you as you do the work that's transforming your life in beautiful ways. I want to share with you ideas and things that you can use that are actually doable, easy to understand and apply in your life. And as you listen, please remember that you're closer than you think. Self-care is something that you hear about everywhere these days. Blog posts, podcasts, it's all over social media. Just people are talking about it. And that's not a bad thing because God knows our society has long praised people for being workaholics and glorified the 24-7 grind, which is incredibly unhealthy in pretty much every way. So it's totally understandable why you hear so much talk now about self-care because people are recognizing that these are unhealthy lifestyles that is so much uh, promoted in modern society. So I've been thinking about this and I wanted to kind of look around and try to get an idea of what and how other people were defining what self-care meant to them. I've looked at dozens of sites, health and wellness sites, uh, psychology sites, self-development Uh, spiritual, just seeking out some kind of consensus on how people are defining self-care these days. Because I've seen kind of a a plethora, if you will, of definitions for it, and some of which I kind of questioned as being genuine self-care. But, you know, I'm just one man's opinion, so I wanted to kind of just see what the consensus was to see if what I was feeling in my own heart and soul resonated with other people. And basically, looking uh, through all those different places and and doing uh, some research, because some considerable research and reading upon this topic, to distill it all down to a singular definition, I've discovered that by and large, and I, I tend to agree with this uh, definition as well, but self-care is defined as deliberately taking steps to improve and protect one's physical, emotional, psychological, and even spiritual health. Now, many of these definitions also include the idea that these steps are lifestyle changes, not just a temporary respite from, you know, the insane chaos going on in your life. I know I've have found in my own life, in my own experience, that acts of self-care should be bringing more joy and good energy back into your life. You know what I mean? Like you're living through life and maybe you're getting depleted in some ways. Acts of self-care should be replenishing you. It should be actions that are restorative and bringing you back to a place of well-being and peace. So the question I ask myself and you is, is what you're calling self-care, is it really self-care or could it be self-sabotage? There are different forms of self-care, you know. There's like a self-soothing that you might do, and maybe it involves escaping into Netflix or HBO Max after a particularly hard day. And that's perfectly okay. I mean, I do it sometimes too. Or maybe there's a form of self-care that involves a little bit of self-indulgence, you know, the AKA treat yourself uh, thing, YOLO, right? So again, occasionally, no problem, right? Maybe it's a glass of wine or a couple of beers, or maybe it's throwing down on your favorite chocolate bar or a couple of pieces of pizza or whatever. No big deal. 
not a big deal at all when it's something that you do every now and then. And I want to emphasize once again that I'm not knocking a little bit of escapism every now and then. I personally benefit from it sometimes myself. I tend to be the kind of person who, once I latch onto something, I'm like a pit bull. I don't let go and I engage and I engage and I can burn myself out or wear myself out. And I've learned over the years how to pace myself and how to pause and replenish my energy. Sometimes I do that by treating myself or self-soothing myself. Totally cool. But what I'm talking about is when these kind of things become your life, they become the regular thing that you do all the time, you could be walking through the gate of self-sabotage. And I'm speaking primarily to those of you who have dreams, you have goals, things that you want to do in your life, things that are important to you that you've dreamt about for years that you may even feel like is a calling on your life and you want to fulfill that. Because most of these things require a certain amount of work and personal growth. And growth means change. Okay, and your brain's self-preservation program will try to get you to avoid change, right? We've talked about this a lot on this on this show. And because, you know, even change is good for you. Your brain is not going to feel comfortable with that. Not that self-preservation program that runs kind of in the background. You know, your brain, like I said, is often, you know, not often, it is all the time operating as a self-preservation device, a threat assessment device to keep you safe and to keep you comfortable. It does a good job at that. It does an excellent job at that. And it's something for which we should all be grateful. However, when we allow that base program to run your life, you never do anything different. You'll never do anything new. Nothing will ever change in your life. And you find yourself later in life filled with regret or not having done what you felt was the most important thing in your life. So when it comes time to step up and do some personal inner work or take action on something, what does that default program do? Well, it comes up to you, kind of sneaks up on one of your shoulders, you know, and it whispers, hey, man, you just need to take a break. I mean, you deserve it after all. Just take the night off. It's no big deal. And again, I want to reemphasize this because so many people misunderstand me. It isn't a big deal until... You find yourself taking so many of these breaks that the things that you really want to do in life never happen. That's when it becomes self-sabotage. I mean, that program might convince you that laziness or abusing your health is an act of self-care. But in the end, you're just sabotaging your dreams and the things that mean so much to you. And let's go back to the beginning of of how we define self-care. And remember that genuine self-care is a lifestyle. It's something you do to improve your physical, your mental, and your spiritual health. You know, that might mean a massage or a day at the spa. Or it might mean working on your scarcity mindset that has been holding you back for the last 20 years. It might mean a night of Netflix. Or it might mean writing that book you said you're going to write. Or... It might be taking steps to start that business or finally walking away from that toxic relationship or job. So yes, of course, a little indulgence, a little self-soothing can be fun and a welcome break. Escape is good for a brief period of time. But when you come back from that, is your life better for it or not? And that's the question to ask yourself because you have to stay self-aware. You have to stay conscious enough of what you're doing so that you're not sabotaging the things in life that mean the most to you. So just ask yourself, whenever you're about to escape or indulge or whatever, is this 
truly going to benefit me? Is this going to benefit my well-being and the way I want to live my life now and in the future? Remember, we're talking about self-care here, okay? Let's emphasize that we are caring for ourselves. Because the bottom line is, self-care is anything you do to take care of yourself so you can stay physically, mentally, and emotionally well. The benefits of these actions are better physical, mental, and emotional well-being. We're talking about promoting positive, healthy outcomes, such as fostering uh, resilience, living longer, becoming better equipped to manage stress, and allowing more fun, love, and joy in your life. So I just wanted to share this message with you because there are things in your life that you want to do, and it takes some work to do them. And yes, don't burn yourself out. Don't do 24-7. Don't fall for that hustle culture that says you have to work your life away and sacrifice your health in order to achieve your dreams. You do not. You can live a healthy life full of love and joy. Take care of yourself and work hard. So I hope as you start this week that you find yourself engaging in genuine self-care and working towards your dreams. I hope you enjoyed this mini episode and are excited about where you are in life and the possibilities that exist for you. If you liked it, please share it with a friend or someone you know who could use a little extra encouragement on their journey today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you again soon.